hello hello everyone good evening i'm so sorry again about um the late delivery of our resource for today some things came up and i couldn't just you know hold it up together and i had to you know just leave it out to you now so i'm sure you had a great day we give god all of the praise all right so today is day 13 awesome 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 god be praised we have just five more days to go and i'm super excited i mean it's been a journey it's been an experiential journey of change of renewal of strengthening of um, change of perspective and just you know it's been a refreshing time with god and i know that you feel the same way too and i know that god has been doing so much in your life and in your heart and uh, i'm sure that you have been transformed or you are being transformed day in day out we give god all of the praise all right so today we're looking at the art of an ant <laughs> isn't that funny so yesterday we looked at the art of a lion and i'm sure you are wondering like oh how come we're stooping so low to you know gleaning from an ant right <laughs> but we thank god because god in his majesty made every creature you know spectacular and there's just something beautiful about everything that god created all right and uh, we see through scriptures that god you know um, made reference to animals both great and small and that is why we can learn from the lion and we can also learn from the ant all right so today let me just read on proverbs 6 chapter um, verse 6 to 8 as i said before we're looking at the art of an ant all right so proverbs 6 6 to 8 it says go to the ant O sluggard, observe our ways and be wise, which having no chief, officer, or ruler, prepares our food in the summer and gathers our provision in the harvest. Hallelujah. Now, um, Proverbs 30, verse 24 also says, it says, Four things are small on the earth but they are exceedingly wise verse 25 says the ants are not a strong people but they are but they prepare their food in the summer now just there's just a lot of things to learn from the ants but we're going to be drawing just you know three you know basic things that god wants us to channel our hearts to and you know rework our hearts that god wants to rework our hearts you know towards so that we can you know have some kind of leverage above you know the regular even though we're learning it from the hand all right now the ant is small but there's greatness in the ant so also you may be small right now you know you may be little but there's greatness in you there's greatness in you. you may be small but you can do mighty things you can do mighty things hallelujah now the bible says in in matthew that we are the light of the world a city set on the hill cannot be eaten. The Bible says that you light a lamp and you put it on the basket. You don't put it. You don't put the basket on the light. I mean, you put the light up so that it can shine towards the old room. And the Bible also says that ye are the salt of the earth. Amen. Now, I love this illustration. I love putting my heart a long time ago. And now, you know, a bulb is small. Of course, the bulb that will light up a room is not the same size as the room. Isn't that interesting? Also, let's say you want to cook a bag of rice. You would not use a bag of salt to cook a bag of rice, right? All right, so that means that no matter how small you are, 
there's greatness in you there's so much that you can do and the lord puts analogy again in mahal i just remembered now about lazarus and the um the the rich man lazarus in heaven and the rich man in hell the rich man said to lazarus just give me a drop he said a drop he didn't even ask for a glass he didn't even ask for a tank he asked for just a drop of water to just quench his thirst that means that that drop of water meant the old water in the world to that rich man as long as far as he was concerned so that little thing that you have that little you that little thing that you think you have can do great things for the kingdom of god so we can see the ant here the bible says that they are not a strong people but they prepare their food in summer they are not strong you know physically they are not strong but they have in them the potential to 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 go all out and get what they want remember yesterday we talked about the heart of the lion whereby god you know was making us to see that we need to go out there so there's something for us our strength may look like it is inappropriate to get those things our strength may look like it cannot take us anywhere it can't take us there talkless of you know helping us to fight the battles and fight the prey and bring our prey home but there's a supernatural power at work in us now the bible says in second corinthians 4 7 it says but we have this treasure in jars of clay to show that the surpassing power belongs to god and not to us let me read that again second corinthians 4 verse 7 nlt says but we have this treasure in jars of clay to show that the surpassing power belongs to god and not us so now we can see that the surpassing power of god can only work in jars of clay it cannot work through jars of lofty vessels of you know prim and proper vessels and that is why if you remember we're telling you that we need to remain as clays in the hands of god so the surpassing power the magnificent power the omnipotent power the great power of god can only move through jars of clay so that god can take all the glory and it says that we have this treasure in jars of clay now if you read the script the verses before that it talks about this treasure you know as the light of god the power of god the substance of god the 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 divine virtues so we have these treasures in us so no matter how small our clay may look like no matter how small we may be that is just who we look like on the outside. That is not really what God wants us to be. I mean, that is not really what God wants us to, you know, um, 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 what's the word now? That's not, that's not who God wants us to, to wrap up, you know, or to just sum up that that is what we are and that is all we can do. Small things, no. The Lord is saying to us that we may be small, we may be jars of clay, but there's a surpassing power in us that can make us to do great things. We may be jars of clay, but we have treasures in us that can help us to walk in wisdom. The Bible says about the end, Proverbs 30, 24, it says, For this small, for their for their small things, sorry, four things are small on the earth but they are exceedingly wise they are exceedingly wise we are in a time where we need wisdom like never before and god has brought us to a point of humility amen and god is ready to deposit and cause us to walk in wisdom hallelujah so i want us to just glean three things from the ant right now one 
our relationship with God needs to be solidified in this season like never before. Now about the ant again. It says, the ants are not a strong people. That's Proverbs 30, 25. Proverbs 30, 25 says, the ants are not a strong people, but they prepare their food in summer. Amen. That Proverbs 6, 6 to 8 that we read says, Go to the ant, O sluggard, observe our ways and be wise, which having no chief, officer, or ruler, prepares our food in the summer. Now to us, you know, you find that a lot of Christians today have relied so much on their pastors, relied so much on their mentors, relied so much on resources that they find here and there, and don't ever find time to stay with God and to build a relationship with God one-on-one. You know, I was saying sometime in the post I made on Instagram that, you know, our men of God, our pastors, our leaders, you know, they are not, they are not our God. But God has put them there to lead us to the stream. And then we should always find our way back, even when they are not there, to drink from the stream. Amen. So in this season, God, like never before, demands that we build a relationship with him, irrespective of what we are getting from other people, even if they are you know things of god god still wants to communicate directly with each and every one of us that is why i like to encourage us again to build a relationship with the lord now let me let us see something very interesting here it says in isaiah 16 19 it says niv says the sun will no no more be your light by day nor will the brightness of the moon shine on you for the lord will be your everlasting light and your god will be your glory the sun will no longer be your light by day, nor will the brightness of the moon shine on you. For the Lord will be your everlasting light, and your God will be your glory. A time is coming where, you know, I think we are even in the times right now already. You can imagine that a lot of people before, if they've not gone to church, if they've not stepped foot in church, they don't, they don't feel spiritual yet. They don't feel like something is going to happen to them. If they've not, you know, um um being in a part of part of a life service they cannot they can never believe that they can be blessed or anything like that and we can see now that god almighty has you know left made us to see that wide room that a lot of people have opened up i don't know how many of us saw a video about a one pastor an elderly man of god in america that shared a video and he was saying talking about you know parenting and he was talking about parents who don't train their children in the way of the lord and just leave everything for the sunday school teacher and then the man was saying that the time will come where the the the, the father of the house or the parents of the house will now be the pastors of the children that a time is coming where they will no the children will no longer have access to sunday school you know i'm just trying to paraphrase it there that it is what the parents have fed them with in the house how the parents have led them you know to god that would now begin to show and begin to matter so we're now in a season where you know your 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 real work with god you know, we'll be tested, we'll be shaken, we'll be, we'll be evaluated or we'll be, you know, seen in public to see how you are doing really. And yet, the scripture we just read, it says that the sun will no longer, will no more be your light and not, not, the, not the moon will be the brightness, you know, over you. Now, God made the light, God made, God made the sun rather and God made the moon. 
God made both of them to shine. But yeah, God was now saying that, see, the sun will no longer be your light by day, nor the moon be the brightness at night. It says that the Lord, your God, the Lord himself will be your everlasting light and your God will be your glory. So he's saying there that, see, come, I'm going to put this light, I mean, this sun and this moon aside someday and I will be the one. Of course, we know that he's talking about, you know, uh, you know the new jerusalem here and you know when rapture occurs and the new life are going to be living together with god but also yeah we can see that a time is coming let me just say the time is already here where god is going to be taking taking out the man of god the woman of god you know is I'm, i, I want us i want to be very careful about what i want to say and i want us to just listen to understanding the, the concept of what i'm trying to say in the context of what i'm trying to say you know that is going to like you know tilt them to one side you know not make them irrelevant not make them silent but it's going to put them in a position whereby you know people will no longer be able to hide under them anymore people will not begin to leverage on them but at the same time use whatever they've learned from them to be able to communicate with god to be able to build a relationship with god because a lot of people have eaten under their pastors eaten under their teachers eating under their mentors eating under the names of their churches and they are doing all sorts they have they don't have any foundation a lot of christians they don't have convictions they, they have never had encounters but when they say are you a member of so 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 and so church they just shout and you know raise dance and you know um um you know number up with that and i mean um uh what's the word now they you know align themselves and just you know let everybody know that oh i'm a part of this mission and all of that whereas between them and god they have no bearing so when a time where god is practically going to be take um blowing you know um the wind as they usually say you know of the bomb bomb of the chicken i don't know how the Yoruba people say that proverbs right all right but god is exposing things right now to really really see those that really have a genuine and committed work with him but i pray that god almighty will find us worthy to to show that yes we may have pastors we may have mentors we may have people that show us the way but we also always find our way back to god that is the most beautiful thing all right that is the most beautiful 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 thing that can ever happen to a child of god so i like to encourage us that in this season just like the ants that has no chief that has no officer but can still prepare his food i want to ask us if anything happens and we are excommunicated from our men of god what happens to us if anything happens to us and we know we are no longer able to listen to anybody what happens to us so we need to ask ourselves those questions. Can I sustain my relationship? How am I sustaining my relationship with God? Am I am I hiding or am I just, you know, have I just abandoned myself to be helped by men of God and women of God? As much as that is good, it is important there are people that God has put over us. But at the same time, we must ensure that we have our we we, we have a, a firm work with the Lord. We know what we are doing. We have you know things like convictions, encounters. There are things that are between you and God. Your pastor cannot um, cannot cook cook up encounters for you. Your pastors cannot cook up convictions for you. There are things that has to be between you and God. And when a time where. <laughs> 
if Christians, Christians that don't have strong convictions will be blown away by every wind of, you know, doctrine tossed around by, every, by everything going on in our world today. I pray that God Almighty will help us in the name of Jesus to have a strong and firm relationship with, with, with God. I call this spiritual responsibility spiritual responsibility remember we talked about spiritual integrity this one i call it spiritual responsibility let us be spiritually responsible they usually say you know about a man or a woman you know they will say be responsible in your place of work be responsible in your marriage also in spiritually let us be responsible let us be able to stand and to stand god is not looking for babies that they are still milking God will help us in the name of Jesus to be spiritually responsible and to be much more and more and more more spiritually responsible even as we continue in our work with the Lord in the name of Jesus. Amen. The second thing here is timing. Alright. Now the Bible talks about, you know, there's a time to sow, a time to reap, a time to cry, a time to mourn. Now one very beautiful thing about the ants is that even though they don't have leaders, they don't have anybody to tell them this is what you should do right now, they still know when to prepare their food. It says the ants, having having no chief, officer or ruler, prepares their food in the summer and gathers their provision in the harvest. Amen. Proverbs 20 verse 4 says, Those too lazy to plow in the right season will have no food at the harvest. Proverbs 20 verse 4. Proverbs 20 verse 4 says, Those too lazy to plow in the right season will have no food at the harvest. I want us like the ants to kill our excuses. Many people feel that, oh, I need somebody, I need somebody, you know, stronger than me. I need somebody, I need, I need a stronger knowledge. I need this and this and this and this to be able to do this and this and that. No. The ant having no chief, having no ruler, having no officer, having no control, still knows that she has to go out and prepare her food in the summer and to gather her provision in the harvest. Remember we talked yesterday about the lion, the young lion. The young lion has to go out in a particular time. The young lion has to maximize its young age. So also we as children of God, God is saying to us today, to kill our excuses and maximize our time right now. We should maximize this, our our prime time. We should maximize this season of our lives where God is doing so much through us and to, you know, prepare for the harvest. It should not be that when it is the time for harvest that we are just trying to, you know, prepare our own, we are trying to just, you know, sow. I like to encourage us that as many that have not stepped into purpose, as many that have not stepped into the call of God for their lives, I pray for you today that God will open your eyes to see and you begin right now to walk in purpose because really there is no time. There is no time. There is no time. I remember that God has a timing for every one of us. God has a timing for every one of us. So I want us to kill our excuses, just like the ant. The Bible says that the ant are not a strong people, but they prepare their food in the summer. They are not strong, yes. They are not strong. They are not strong, but they prepare their food in the summer. 
please i want us to just you know shrink and kill every voice telling us that you are not good enough you are not strong enough so you cannot move no god is not looking for those that are strong enough he's not looking for those that have everything he's not looking for those that have the perfect knowledge he's not looking for those that know how to have the perfect oratory abilities he's not looking for those that have everything working together for them he's looking for the weak for the broken for the all thing for the for for the devastated he's looking for them to empower them remember it says that we have this treasure in jars of clay to show that the surpassing power belongs to God and not to us. The moment we are waiting to be perfect, to be strong, that means that we want to show off some power. But when we step out just the way we are, even we ourselves and people around us and people that we are blessed with our lives, we know that the surpassing power is not this person. It belongs to God. Amen. So like the ant, you may not be strong. You may not be all of that. But it is not enough reason for you to sit back. Instead, it is enough reason for you to step out to prepare your food in the summer. You will not waste these years. You will not waste this season of your life. You will not waste this energetic moment of your life. In the mighty name of Jesus, the Lord causes you to move out right now. To break through barriers of excuses. To kill the excuses and to move into your purpose. And to begin to walk in the light of God's will and agenda for your life. In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Now the third one is trust. This one is very important. God is calling our hearts to trust in Him. He's calling our heart to rest. He's calling our heart to rest. You know, many people feel like, oh, because they've never seen God move in big ways. They've never seen God do this and this in their lives. So they feel that there is no God. Remember the ant. The ant, it says that he has no chief. He has no officer, no ruler, no one. But he still steps out in faith to prepare food in the summer. There is no prophet. There is no bishop. There is no pastor to tell the ant that, hey, there is something outside there. There is something that would come your way. The ant just steps out trusting in God. Trusting in God. Trusting in God. The Bible says in Proverbs 20 verse 24, Proverbs 20 24, it says, The Lord directs our steps. So why try to understand everything along the way? Proverbs 20, 24. The Lord directs our steps. So why try to understand everything along the way? I know we are not answering real life, but I want us to see our picture ourselves, you know, like God being great, being a great God. And we just being little there. And just following him as he's leading. But a lot of times, you know, people feel like people want to 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 level up with god and that is why the that is why there's always so much calamity so much confusion you are trying to to match up your your senses with the greatness of god <laughs> it doesn't work it never works so i'm calling us today to bring our heart to the point of rest where we don't even understand where we don't have anyone to tell us what is going on but we've gotten our word from god and our assurance from god and even if it may not be a total assurance it may not be you know a some kind of word that makes sense but we're able to trust him 
to direct our steps. We know that He is directing our steps, even when we don't understand what is happening along the way, but our minds are at peace. The aunt has no one to tell him that, oh, there's a ditch in front of you, or her, somebody's going to kill you. But he still steps out. The aunt steps out. The aunt goes trusting that, oh, my maker will keep me. My maker is well able to direct me. My maker is well able to show me and to, you know, lead me the way to go. We have more, we have greater senses than than an aunt. We have greater opportunities to God more than an aunt. You know, God cares about the ant. He cares about the flowers, but he cares more for us because we are his own image. And so we can understand him. I mean, so sorry, so we can trust him even when we don't understand. We can move along the way to get and to walk in purpose, to get all that God has proposed for us even through our purpose. So we can take every step in the journey of purpose, knowing fully well that God is with us. And then that we are going to be, that there's an harvest ready for us. Amen. I don't know why I just have a strong feeling that all of us here, there's something that has to do with our purpose that needs to just break forth in this season. And that is why God is actually preparing our hearts. There's something, I don't know why it's just coming to me over and over and over again. And I think that is the reason why God called for this class. That is the reason why God called for this class. He has prepared our hearts from day 1 to 11. And now day 12, day 13, day 14, 15, 16, 17, 18 is now, is now like strengthening us to move out because something has happened to our hearts. I pray that we will not miss this chaos moment in the mighty name of Jesus. The power of the Lord quickens us to move out there in the mighty name of Jesus. So I'd like to encourage you, my dear sisters and my brother, that you may be small, but there's greatness in you. You may be small, but you can do mighty things. God is calling you to build a relationship with him like never before. No time, no, there's no more hiding under anybody again. It's time for you to rise up and build your convictions and encounters with God. And God is calling you to a life where there is where, where you damn every excuse, you kill it to the to the to the last you know bit, and you move into all that God has for you. And God is also calling us to trust him even when we don't understand even when we don't have anybody to tell us that don't do this don't do that when we, when, when, when it looks like we're all alone it is because god has something for us and is there with us and we can trust him i pray that god almighty will the holy spirit should breathe upon these words in the name of jesus and give us more understanding in the mighty name of jesus thank you so much you have a beautiful time and god bless you i love and celebrate you see you tomorrow by god's grace bye